I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thanks to Trade Coffee for supporting the morning stream. With Trade Coffee, you get fresh, roasted, and ethically sourced beans from America's best independent roasters. And Trade Coffee ships free to you as often as you like, whole or ground. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping. When you go to drinktrade.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, Meta suing Meta is so meta. Great dicks in video game history. Back alley dumpster pizza, now available through DoorDash. Bung punching the Irish. I will take this beer. The number is Elsa. Get off that Disney princess. Money for nothing and TMS for free. Defensively jousting the rampage gauntlet. There's a sled on the roof. Boy, a lot of chodes today. Schrodinger's Nicole. Flicking the joust ostrich. (laughs) Spagnolis. Fun uncle to cruel dad with Tom. Recommendals with Randy and nobody else and more on this episode (laughs) of The Morning Stream. Now push your plate closer so we can eat together. Now I'm tired and I want to go to bed. Carry me up to your room. No, I don't want to. I'm not going to do it. Carry me up to your room. Carry him up to your room. The Morning Stream. Computer. Stop the flow of time. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. That's the morning stream. It's Wednesday, July 20th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Scott. Nice to see you and have you and be near you and digitally <laughs> look at you, I guess. Yes. Well, thank you. And, All of and you as well, sir. Thank you. By the way, I forgot to show this yesterday because I left it upstairs, but I brought it down. Oh, I've been oh. tempted about where to put this thing, but Brian sent me the coolest birthday gift and I want to show everybody. <laughs> So you all know I don't I can't shut up about how much I love Joust. It's my favorite arcade game of all time. And uh, I could play it at the drop of the hat. You just say, hey, you want to play Joust? Yes, is the answer immediately. <laughs> and uh, Brian, while he was at the pinball or a pinball uh, thing down in Texas, found this bobble freaking... <laughs> uh, bobble ostrich, yeah, I guess. <laughs> bobble uh, ostrich. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Um, Carter thought that that little nubbin on the top, the little plume on his helmet, was his yeah, head. Yeah. Like he's... <laughs> <laughs> Which is the best, right? Yeah, like a little earthworm gym looking guy. Oh but, my god, um, that's awesome! But no, that's his little plume because he's a you know he's a professional jouster and all that. Anyway, I absolutely love this thing, and I'm I'm tempted. I was tempted to put it in the car dash, 
but I'm not yeah. in there enough. So I think I'm going to put it. I'm not going to put it here, but I'm going to put it somewhere in my office so that it always can look at it and go flick and watch it go back and forth. Yeah, I uh, love him. I don't know when that thing was made. Like if it was made back in 1982 or if it was made more recently, but it that is the only time I've ever seen that thing. And it was like they had one. This this vendor at the um, Texas Pinball Festival had one of those, and I'm like, there is the present for Scott. And I it, whatever it was back in February May. or March, May? whenever I yeah, went. Oh yeah, you're right. Early March, I and think. Yeah, it was March. Yeah, and uh, and this thing is sat on my shelf with a sticky note that said Scott's birthday <laughs> on it for the longest time, and and all this time, right? Like March, April, May, June, July, five months or four months or however you want to work the work the math. Yeah. Yep. Did I ever take the time to wrap it? <laughs> no. And when I shoved it in a box to send to Scott, did I wrap it then? No. I wrapped it in a very. I wrapped it in. Uh, did you like the the packaging? Because that is a. That's what my um, resin bottles come in for my three D. Oh, printer. I wondered about that. I wasn't yeah. sure because when I first got it, I'm like, wait, what is this? And I kept digging, and I'm like, and I, <laughs> I saved it for while I was out of town, and I was like, I don't yeah. know what this is. Hopefully, it's something I you know I'm not gonna like. I don't know, break here and have it be a chemical or I, did, I didn't know. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> right. And I fired it open and went, Oh, look at this guy in here. And I love him. He's great. Awesome. Look at him cool. on his little, his little spring. Look, he's stoked. Yeah. He wants to go. Yeah. He's... <laughs> That's pretty good. That's not bad. It's my first ever imperson- uh, attempt at impersonating joust. Well, we use it on uh, play retro all the time. This sound. Yep, and then the, um, before you know it, you're fighting that damn buzzard thing. I hate that thing, or the dragon. Yeah, You've got the arcade one-up machine that's got Defender and Joust, right? I do. Yeah, it's got Defender, things, yeah. Joust, uh, Rampage, and uh, um, what's the one where you run around four of you in a dungeon? Valkyrie. Oh, Gauntlet. Gauntlet, jeez. I couldn't think of oh, Gauntlet. that's cool. That's a great combo right yeah, there. Yeah, it's not bad. That's why I think yeah. that's my main reason for buying that one. I would have gotten yeah. it with Joust no matter what, but it actually has like this really good selection for 200 yeah. bucks or whatever. So, yeah, that's why I did it. Very the cool. kids, everybody very here cool. wants they, to play. They just want to play Rampage. That's all anyone cares about. <laughs> the, uh, and the box is decorated Defender, right? Uh, no. Hold on. Oh, is it, is it decorated just? Because I saw that they had one. I didn't know if it was brand new or if it was if it was the one you got that is now arcade one up and it's it's decorated as a joust machine. Let's see, arcade one. I can't. It's in the other room, so I can't see it. But I think it may oh, be okay. rampage. Is the oh, oh it really? is okay. Yeah, it is rampage, which is weird. Gotcha. That shouldn't be your 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 focus, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, I would think. I would think it's. This is really funny because they've got. The I see the rampage ga- rampage gauntlet, jeez, can't even speak. Gauntlet, rampage gauntlet, <laughs> joust and defender one, but then yeah. they've also got the defender 40th anniversary, and then they've got the joust one. Oh, interesting! That one looks so cool. I want that's the that's new. the one I would have got if that was available. Um, but yeah, the one I just put in our chat is the one I got, and I really really like it. Um, I don't have the the uh this the what do you call that the pedestal thing the the, the extender oh, yeah that it stands on yeah yeah so i ended up using uh i just have a little stool in there you know check this out okay uh so this new one mm-hmm. I, i'm sorry to give you some maybe some jealousy here Uh-oh. scott but Uh-oh. uh the new one's got uh rampage defender and gauntlet yeah gauntlet <laughs> then uh-huh. you've got mortal Kombat, mortal Kombat 2 mortal Kombat 3 and ultimate uh mk3 what 
And then you've got Tubin, Wizard of War, Root Beer Tapper, Bubbles, Paperboy, and Clax. Oh my gosh. Like the brand new Joust one they've come out with has all that stuff. I've been I I've been wondering why they don't do more, like why they don't um they easily could put more games on there. I mean, obviously it's a way of saying, Hey, you want more games? Buy another one of these machines, but Oh certainly look they at could that put, thing. Yeah. Dude, I bought it the wrong time. I mean, isn't it always the way, right? It's like, uh, oh, I bought this. Now, the even better one came out two years later or whenever. I freaking so. hate that. That annoys yeah, me. me too. All right. You know, I wonder if you... Uh, I wonder if you could just reflash the ROM or something. Oh, I could like, totally um, hack it, yeah. There's there's like yeah. full videos. I haven't. I just haven't taken the time. I think I could probably, could probably put another... I mean, I could Raspberry Pi it if I wanted and put a but ton you on don't, there. But does yours have like this many buttons on it um, i doubt it mine's got enough for so imagine for imagine everything right? you'd need for gauntlet gauntlet's the big one yeah that's yeah. how many it's so it's a it's a yeah, bunch yeah, of not yeah. it's a bunch of buttons but it's not like you know there's no it's not or, the mortal Kombat level number of buttons oh yeah i'm looking at the uh, i'm looking at the the one you've got yeah and it's fine you it's know, fine for it's what fine. it is it's fine but now you've it's told fine. me something's better and now i'm annoyed sorry sorry no it's yeah. okay i would uh, dude mortal M- mk3 ultimate is one of my favorite just sit and play it forever fighting games i could mm-hmm. i could use some of that in my life mm-hmm. why the hell not this well, is great we're getting in the mood find for- a find a, a huge rampage fan to buy this one from you yeah. and then just put that you know that an extra hundred bucks or 200 bucks and get you one of these uh joust uh super deluxe i'll call Dwayne the rock johnson <laughs> and say hey yo oh, dude can you smell the movie i'm making <laughs> you made rampage how about an arcade game in your house and you will pay me 40 grand for it because you are the yeah. rock <laughs> because you're the rock yeah, yeah you have a lot of money you eat 15 chicken breasts a morning you I can mean, afford it, you it. Know, johnson to johnson i'm sure there's some uh, some deal you guys can yeah, make the I'm johnson sure. family discount gotta be connected somewhere in the past who knows I, uh, somebody <laughs> crossed with polynesian uh uh, a Swede and a Polynesian got it on. <laughs> right, yes. I don't know. I don't know what Perfect. happens yeah. in closed doors. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. We're glad to be here. We got a lot to, uh, to do. It's Wednesday. It's always we a big day. Much, much to do. Much to do about. It's not going to do it itself. Either. It's much to do about something, not nothing, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Shake that, Shakespeare. Shake that. Anyway. Shake that, Shakespeare. Shakespeare. <laughs> 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 I love that. Get a title in there quick, you guys. That's a good one. Yeah. First, um, one. first one wins. So, all right. So I showed that off. I don't know why in the notes I put caw. It's not, that's not what an ostrich <laughs> does. He doesn't go no, but that's, that's kind of the noise that the uh, pterodactyl makes, right? Oh, that's true. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> one of the great, one of the great dicks in video game history. That freaking guy. Oh, yeah, is that damn pterodactyl. The unbeatable I hate pterodactyl. Him. All he was designed for was to take a slow player, kill him, and make them put <laughs> yes. more quarters in. That was the whole point. Right. How do we how do we keep somebody from just like keeping one bird alive? Yep. It's bonking all, them, letting them drop, then then repeat, rinse and repeat. <laughs> it's all about quarters, man. That was it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, we got a couple emails I want to do some follow-ups before we get cool. to our uh, Battle Royale today. By the way, today we're going to be playing the uh, TMS High Low, which means Brian Dunaway's in a meeting, and one of you out there will be calling in and be competing with me. So That's right. Uh, get, get ready for Use that. Use your own smarts against Scott, yeah, if well, you dare. Uh, you probably dare. They probably dare. 
They should definitely dare. Yeah, I agree. Um, so so let's do this real quick. Send and receive email. We got an email from Stephen, not Schleicher, just a different Stephen, who says on the subject of virtual brands, we were talking about like ghost kitchens, yeah, bird and, dogs, yeah. yeah, bird dogs, and all that. So say Scott and Brian, I was listening to Wednesday's show and wanted to chime in about the Buffalo Wild Wings virtual brand you talked about. A few months ago, a new restaurant popped up on DoorDash near us called The Meltdown. So we tried it out. That sounds like like melted grilled cheese or something. The Meltdown. Mm. I know it does sound sounds really good. See, that's yeah. the problem. These fake brands sound great. But they're not. <laughs> they re- sound better than the uh, the restaurants that the uh, yeah these Mockingbird, uh- <laughs> which I guess is the idea because then they you know then yeah. they buy there even though they're still buying from people they know. Anyway, it's weird. Right? Because would you say, oh, Meltdown? It's in a Denny's. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like if it was called the Meltdown sandwich in a Denny's, you wouldn't give two craps about it. No. But, and the uh, bag shows up and it says Denny's on the side, and you're like, I've been wronged. Today, yeah. someone chose violence. Anyway. It says here, uh, we tried it out. Watching the map tracking, I noticed that it looked like our driver was picking up our food at a Denny's. <laughs> Speaking of Denny's. <laughs> right. Uh, close to us, I wouldn't, or I couldn't figure out what was going on until I found this article. I read it. Uh, Denny's is offering Burger, De- uh, Burger Den Meltdown virtual brands. After uh, writing the above, I heard you talk about the Wikipedia article, but I'm still sending this along as a... Uh, it is not a warehouse situation like you talked about. I think it's different from a ghost kitchen. It's a Denny's just under another name for with other food. Yeah, and I think that's what happened with the Buffalo Wild Wings as well. Same right, deal. Right. Um, right after we did that show, I got an email. Uh, I'm on the uh, the Buffalo Wild Wings rewards list because, of course, I am. I used to go there for lunch, get the, one of their lunch specials, and do trivia yeah. while I sat there and ate lunch. Fantastic. Um, uh, but uh, so of course I get this thing bird dogs I'm like oh okay there you go we just talked about this yeah. so I'm looking at the the menu for this um, meltdown it's yeah. it's awesome I mean it's like sandwiches with melty cheese on them uh, the giddy up melt is slow mo- slow smoked brisket burnt ends sharp white cheddar creamy barbecue sauce it sounds amazing doesn't it, it sounds amazing yeah and when you look at uh, if you go to if you go to Google and Google you know, uh, the meltdown, the first review that comes up for me, I'm sure this is somebody local. It says I was fooled by a pseudo name, by the way, pseudo. He spelled like it is uh, a woman named Sue <laughs> who adds D O to her, to her name. <laughs> of course he did. Of course it is. Uh, the, the irony that that's a pseudo name. Uh, <laughs> really obnoxious. I hate that. Yes. You're gonna write a uh, used thing. by Denny's, ordered through food delivery app, and when arrived, everything was branded Denny's. Had I known they were selling food under a different name, I would have ordered. If I wanted Denny's for dinner, I sure would have ordered through Denny's. Yeah, you but didn't like being fooled. How was the food, Sean? Yeah. Was it good? Like, yeah. if you hadn't and had no idea it was Denny's, would you be like, "Oh, this is great"? Burn ends barbecue sandwich with melted cheddar on that. Mm-hmm. Oh man, sounds great. Yeah. If I were Denny's um, and if I were Buffalo Wild Wings, what I would do is invest in some bags with a different name on them. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. So then exactly. nobody's the wiser. They, they just get it and it's all got good. got a logo, right? Yeah. There's like a logo for this meltdown place. Yeah. It's all a little uh, weird because it, have, yeah. it does all kind of test your, your what's the word, your faith, your yeah, good faith right. agreement with food places that you're getting what you asked for. That it's not from some back alley, you know, some guy didn't dig it out of a dumpster and repurpose it. Like, I I hate when those questions come up, but they come up because 
this stuff's a little on the skeevy side. Not exactly, mm-hmm. but a little. Like if they even just said in the description, you know, mm-hmm. bird dogs, a subsidiary of Buffalo Wild Wings. Like just give us something. Right. Then we wouldn't but be like. Also, they could know. also word it like. Yeah, you know, times are tough right now. We've brought in a different chef who's selling that we're 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 subletting space in our kitchen for another company and another chef to make their products and deliver them through through our kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Then it's then it's like, "Oh, you know that that feels like a different thing than Denny's or Buffalo Wild Wings." Yeah. And if they if they positioned it like that and maybe were transparent about it like that, then Hey, that sounds cool. But if it's if it's like, well, we were going to do these new sandwiches on the Denny's menu. Let's just call it a new restaurant, and we'll only have delivery. And <laughs> yeah, it's all a little. The entirety of it is a little strange, but um, it is a little strange. Yeah. But Stephen, uh, thank you for the clarifications, and also uh, for listening to the show. We appreciate it. We got yeah, one from and thanks our, now for making me want um, a melty sandwich. Yeah, I kind of want Damn one. It. And now that I know it's Denny's, it's like a sub thing of Denny's. I'm fine yeah. with that. It's fine. I'm all right with that. Yeah. If it's good. Denny's, yeah. I guess I actually, you'd have to, you'd have I'll be to honest. Talk. I ate at a Denny's um, within the last seven days. I I did my early morning. It was Friday. Did my early morning like, oh, I'm, awake, I'm awake at 5 o'clock or 5.30. Let's just shower and let's just start lifting. And then when I when things die down, then I'll go get breakfast. And the only thing I could find near me when I dropped off a passenger around the time that I was like, I got to eat something. Mm. The only thing I could find around me was a Denny's. But you know what? I had a... I had a grand slam <coughs> with my four favorite things: Never pancakes, yep. pancakes, eggs, and pancakes, and it was fine. It was great. Yeah. How were the pancakes, though? Were they pretty good? Oh, they sucked, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get oh you. my god, I'm so tempted. Uh, so you know the story. I mean, the the Vegas thing is a week from today. I leave for for Vegas. Oh, and, yeah, um, that came up fast. Holy crap! It All did right. come up fast, and uh, and obviously. Uh, for the most part, I'm taking, uh, I'm, I'm staying at the MGM Grand and not leaving the MGM Grand because who knows what the freaking temperature is going to be. I may not want to walk out on the strip and have my shoes melt to the sidewalk. Yeah. If it's um, like it's been lately, you're looking at like 114, 112. No, yeah, it's, it's real been, hot. Yeah. yeah. I may not even go to the pool. My God. <laughs> Yeah. I may just like go to the ice machine, <laughs> fill buckets of ice, fill up the bathtub, and treat myself like a, like a, like I have my liver stolen from a, from a <laughs> sex worker. Um, anyway, but uh, uh, Chris Brown's coming out there with his car that he's bringing back to Denver for his daughter, and which means that Thursday morning, mm. I'll have access to a car. I could go to two Dupars, which is way off the strip, and you know just you get should. a ride. Like say, all right, Chris Brown, load up your car. Uh, let's go to breakfast, and then you can just leave right from from breakfast and head out to your to to Denver. And I will uh, uh, I'll just take a lift back from uh, Dupar's back to the hotel. Yeah, you'll be somebody so else's I, lift story that day. I'll be somebody else's lift story. I never yeah. get to go to Dupar's in Vegas anymore because it's yeah they moved it right the or they anymore. yeah they didn't have the that's right that's the one they took off the strip on and strip you, uh, on yeah. the Fremont Street it used to be Fremont. on Fremont Street right across the street from the freaking plaza, and that place Ooh. has. Hands down, the best pancakes I have ever eaten in my life. Wow, that is a high. That's high praise. Because I know you're. I know you know your pancakes. So I know my pancakes, yeah. and that those were unquestionably 
We'll take that, Denny's. You're you're yeah. many miles so, down from that. Shove that up your grand slam. All right. Anyway, <laughs> next uh, next emailer. All right. This is Jeff Sire. He is Bronco. We love Bronco, um, but he likes to call people to task occasionally. And uh, this is about the Webb Telescope that uh, everybody's been talking about. Scott and Brian, I'm a little confused. James Webb is a boring name and should be changed, but every non-white guy English, or sorry, every non-white guy English name is also weird, and you should go down to the courthouse and get it changed, in quotes, uh, asking for my friend's Hans Asperger. Hey, Jeff, <laughs> here's the deal. They did change the Asperger name uh, for, for the condition, not his name. <clears throat> but they changed the uh, they, they changed the the, the autistic uh, designation from Asperger's to something else, or I think it's just part of the scale now. Uh, so you know, I'm not saying they did it because the name, but I'm saying they might have. You know, it's a bad name. Possible, yeah. Um, yeah. The James Webb thing is just boring compared to Hubble. That's all my point was. Right. Hubble's Hubble's like Hubble, yeah. Just the Hubble telescope. It didn't even yeah, matter if it was a dude's name. You know, doesn't Hubble just sound like it's damaged, like it's limping <laughs> along, like the Hubble telescope? <laughs> it it kind of does. Like hobble. Yeah, yeah, it does sound like Hubble, and it's also been a while, so it's a second. You know, it's old and busted compared to the hot newness and yeah. and all of that. But just the James Webb telescope. James Webb. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Call it the like. <laughs> there's a lot of cool space names we could give things. You know, like right. the. I don't know. Let me think here. Yeah. Uh, the Andromeda. The Tentive 5 uh, yeah. Space Telescope. Yes. The Zoron 3. Something cool. James Nebulax. Nebulax. The, oh, seer, the seer of worlds. <laughs> Captain, we are not concerned with your petty human needs. I am Nebulax, seer of worlds. <laughs> All right. Well, see, like uh, yeah. Jeff, you make a point as always. Uh, thank you for that. And uh, as usual, our email address is themorningstream at gmail.com. That's themorningstream at gmail.com. Uh, All com. right. Uh, oh, I got to open something. Here we go. So we can actually take a call. We're going to take a call and we're going to play a game. So get ready, everybody. All right, time for us to play uh, a version of Babel Royale that isn't really happening like normal because Brian had a Brian Dunaway had a meeting, so uh, yeah. we're, we're going to have to carry on without him, and we're going to do high low, which is always fun, and we're going to take a listener's call right now, find out who this is. Hello, welcome to the show. Who's this? Uh, this is Dave from Toledo. Oh, hello. Hold on, I got to decline the other one trying to come in. Oh, that's weird. They're letting <laughs> they're letting um they're letting other calls come through now like call waiting kind of oh interesting i don't like that that no. makes my job harder maybe i can disable it anyway sorry john from ohio did i hear that right no it's dave from ohio <laughs> dave from ohio sorry <laughs> sorry dave <clears throat> oops my bad uh it's good to have you here and uh dave and it's i'm gonna remember that and not call you john <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna type it in here how about that yeah that's dave a good idea ohio. that's not a bad idea at all uh we're gonna play a game you are the lucky caller today to play with us and uh, brian will explain these rules and how and what you could win yeah, well, we're going to play a game of TMS High Low. I'm going to ask Scott a number-based question, and he'll provide an answer. I will then ask you, Dave, if the actual answer is higher or lower. And if you're correct, at least three times out of the five questions I'm going to ask, you win a prize package. What includes Main Assembly, which is a really cool multiplayer uh, Steam game uh, where you build build things to thwart your opponents. I haven't seen uh, that game before. It's totally I looked at it me. this morning. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Uh, also, Men of War, Red Tide. Ah, Men of War, game. Red Tide. 
yeah. Men of War, Red Tide. Big yeah. thanks to Dylan Davis for providing these uh, Steam games. Men of War. Men huh? of War. Men of Red War. Tide. Okay, got it. Getting the right yeah, emphasis. Right. Well, I've never played there. either of those, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Sweet. Cool. Yeah, let's see how this goes. That'd be great. All right. Uh, so here's how it's going to go. I'm going to ask Scott a question. Let's start with question number one. Again, remember, the answer to each of these questions is a number. Uh, Scott, yeah. what percent of Americans think they're smarter than the average American? <laughs> oh. Smarter than the average American? <laughs> this feels like a giant number, but I also might be just jaded by today's society. So uh, let's right, see. Yeah. It's um, got to be high. I know. Yeah. It feels high, right? <laughs> I'm going to go 70%. If not, they are high. Yeah. 70% of Americans. <laughs> uh, 70%. 70% is incorrect. Dave, is the actual answer higher or lower than 70%? Oh, it's got to be higher than that. Got to be higher, right? Probably. All right. You say higher. The actual answer is... Only 55%, oh. which blows my mind. Yeah. It's just barely above the, you know, the the median, the average American. Uh, Once again, everything's just right down the F and middle here. We're just so split. I know, split. this surprises me, but I would have expected. And, you know, this uh, was conducted, and I think in 2015 was the uh, study. So I think things have probably changed. Yeah. Uh, by the way, 4%, yeah. Sorry, 4% sorry, of people think that they're less intelligent than the average American. Oh. Well, that, those are very probably right. Humble, <laughs> humble, self-effacing individuals. I'm sure. That's right. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's consider that one a warm up. You know, that's all right. You, you, we got one under your belt. We can, uh, we can, we can move on. Sure. Scott. That's me. A uh, little astronomy here. Bobby Frankenberger might might be listening. Might be uh, might might know the answer to this one. Uh, how many Earths would fit in the sun? So if you hollowed out the sun. Oh, might even be hollow. We don't know. Heard of this? Recently. You hollowed out the sun. How many Earths would fit inside? Earths. <laughs> it might be hollow. We don't know. <laughs> it might be hollow. We don't know. I think we do know, but we can't get close enough to to poke a hole in it and see if it's... <laughs> see what's inside. It's all nougat. It's just nougat. Yeah. Um. Nougat. How it's many? A creamy, creamy filling. <laughs> I'm gonna say. I know it's in the thousands. I saw something recently, so I'm gonna say. 50,000 of our Earths. Okay. All right. Uh, 50,000 is incorrect. Uh, Dave, is the actual answer higher or lower than 50,000? Um, it's way higher than that. It is way higher than oh. that. That's absolutely correct. Nicely Good job. Done. Yeah. 1.3 million Earths. 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 Could wow. fit in the, uh, in the sun. <laughs> Welcome to that many. How many I'm Welcome sorry. What the, was that number? That, all the Earths in the sun. What was that number you just said? What was it? 1.3 oh, million. Yeah, that's a lot higher yeah. than 50,000. Holy yeah. Moses. Um, all right. By the way, the nearest or the, the, the largest known star is uh, Canis Majoris. Oh, yeah. Right? That's the a dog, beast. Dog, dog star. Uh, how many? This is not a not part of the question, not part of the game. But um, how many suns do you think would fit in Canis Majoris? Uh, it's some huge number because it's like a giant red dwarf or a blue or whatever it is. It's big it's nightmare. A red thing. giant. Yeah, red I giant. Think, or, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think probably. Okay, I'm just going to guess against not this yeah. no yeah, win yeah, or lose yeah. here. Um, one trillion suns. That's not too bad. That's uh, a little high. 9.3 billion suns That's could a fit lot. in Canis Majoris, which still is still a pretty pretty big number. That's pretty a lot. Big so number. that means yeah. our, if you extrapolate the math, that's a lot of Earths inside. That's of a that. lot of Earths that could fit in Canis Majoris. It would just be... Uh, Man. Yeah. 
My, a my, bazillion. I think the answer is a bazillion. Yeah. My Majora's yeah. hurts right to, right now. Really <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Okay. Uh, well, that's good news for you, uh, Dave. That means you've got one point. All you need is two more to win the prize. Let's go to question number three. Uh, something a little bit closer to Earth. According to Disney, how old is the oldest of the 11 official Disney princesses, and I will I will up that to say of the official twelve because they have added uh, Moana to the official list of Disney well, good. princesses. Good, she, you know she belongs Yeah, you know who's not on the official list of Disney princesses still is Leia. Leia is still not oh, official Disney princess. They should now that they own everything, they should just do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I get why they don't. Um, yep. Oh, I'm sorry, I How forgot what the question was. Is oh. the oldest? The oldest. Disney princess. The, the official Disney princess. Now, this is the character's age or the age that's been the char- around? The character's, the character's age. Okay. Because yeah. it'd be Snow White, obviously, from for age in terms of like when the movie came out. But like the character's well, age, sure. while they're in the movie, their age, right? Right. While they're in the movie, the, the, the character's age. Because they never, they don't grow. They even pass the, once the credits roll, they, they <laughs> freeze at that age. Yeah. Oh, this is hard. Um, oh my gosh! Uh, mm-hmm. I'll yeah. say um, uh, just Elsa. She seems old. She got. Gray I'm not hair. asking again. The answer to each of these questions will be a number. Oh, Scott. that's right. That's uh, the number. What's the average? <laughs> what? Uh, not the average. What is the oldest what is the age oldest? of yeah, a yeah. Disney princess? <laughs> yeah, I keep wanting to put a number to it. Um, well, I'll just say, just let it go, Scott. Thirty. <laughs> 30, okay. 30. Um, that number is incorrect. Dave, is the actual answer higher or lower than 30? Um, I'm feeling like it's got to be lower than that. Disney wouldn't let their shit get that. Oh, pretty young, old. right? Yeah. yeah. Like 30, yeah. 30 year old princesses. Legal, right? Yeah. It's got <laughs> <laughs> to be right. legal. <laughs> uh, 30 uh, is well done. Yes, 19 years old is the oldest Disney princess. And there are two of them that are 19 Cinderella and Tiana. Tiana from uh, The Princess and the Frog are 19. Snow White, the youngest, at 14. 14? 14. But, but, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, All right. Know. Yeah. Some yeah. funky business going we, on there. Let's not, let's not think about how old Prince Charming is. Yeah. Uh, also, don't do an unfiltered uh, image search for any of these characters because <laughs> suddenly you are in dangerous territory, boys. Yeah, um, kidding. Wow. Not, and you probably are seeing 30 year olds. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that surprises me. Can you tell me how old? Um, oh, what character was I thinking of that I wanted to know? Well, how old is Moana supposed to be? Moana's uh, sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. I right. looked that one up just to see if the uh, number had changed. You know, I'll have to give the Rock's character uh, Maui credit for being a, a perfect gentleman while he was on that boat. Yes. With her. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah, you're like, welcome. Yeah. He says. You, you're welcome. <laughs> 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 ah. All right, sorry. There's one more, right? Or is that it? No, that oh, was... no, no. There's uh, we got uh, two more questions, all right. and all all uh, Dave needs is one point from these two questions. So sweet. Good. Um, all right, in miles per hour, what is the fastest recorded speed of a bird in flight? Um, so, uh, hmm. so birds, you know, flying fast. Um, oh man, what bird and why would they go that fast? I'd say probably right. 60, 60 miles an hour. 60 miles an hour. Uh, that is incorrect. Dave, for the win, is uh, the actual yeah. answer higher or lower than 60 miles per hour? It's 
higher than that for sure. Gotta be right. It is absolutely higher than that. Yeah, Peregrine Falcon. So, you know, the the Swift is uh, considered the fastest uh, uh, or was or or maybe is for long distances is considered the fastest uh, bird in flight. However, Peregrine Falcons capture other birds by diving on them mid-flight. And the fastest recorded time of a Peregrine Falcon diving like this is 242 miles per hour my hell dude that's a collision nightmare oh my gosh that's crazy is that that is crazy peregrine falcons are are weird what's the other one that you mentioned the swift i don't think i've ever even heard of the swift yeah um is that where the car name came from is that where the car the car name came from the swift is there is there a swift yeah there was like a car Oh, Suzuki Swift, right? Yeah, I think so. I thought it was just, oh, because it's fast. But no, is it based on a bird? It might be. Yeah, yeah, it's it's based on a bird. Hold on, let me see if I can find what the... I think the the Swift maybe is... the the bird that can fly the longest without... Oh, that's um, a pretty bird. You're a pretty bird. Pretty bird. Who's a pretty, pretty Who's a pretty bird? He's a very pretty uh, let's bird. Let's see. What is the What is the honorific of the? Um, let's see. Swifts are in the family Adopidae, a highly aerial bird. Uh, they are super uh, superficially similar to swallows, but are not closely related. Uh, Swifts are placed. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, they're in. They're more along hummingbirds. It says here. That's interesting. They are. Yeah. Yeah. The swift uh, is like the. Um, sixth or seventh fastest bird. So, peregrine falcon, sacred falcon, golden eagle, gray-headed albatross, uh, gear falcon. That's cool. White-throated huh. needletail, and then the common swift. Gear 116. Um, so maximum horizontal speed is 116 kilometers per hour, 69 miles per hour. Crazy. So it's still yeah. higher either way. Yeah, yeah. yeah 200 is. miles exactly. an hour though. That's a lot, right? And that's and that's faster than the maximum horizontal speed of the Falcon. So that's probably why that why that number was. Uh... Now, most importantly, and I'm putting this on the stream, and Brian, I'm yeah. going to copy it and put it in our Discord. <laughs> okay. There's a video going around today of a bird repeatedly getting at the top of a roof. It's all snowy on the top of a roof with a a, a jar lid and skiing, uh-huh. sledding down the roof, stopping picking it up with his beak, going back up to the top, and then sledding again. Really? Yeah. Um, I just think oh birds are effed, and uh, we're all going <laughs> to die from birds. Birds are going to kill us. I- <laughs> they're now they're now like uh, inventing uh, recreational uh, sledding. So yeah. what, what's, what's next for these? It's a, uh, it's a freaking trip. I just don't know what that bird's doing. I'm going to watch this thing for a second. Yeah, you got to see it. It's really good. <laughs> it's just insane. Like, I understand one trip down, right? Yeah, but it picks yeah. it up and goes back and goes again, and then again. <laughs> I like that it flies back up to the top and then does it again. Oh, that's awesome! And yeah. he does it on different sides. Yeah, and I think he's just having a good time. Oh, yeah. Like I, so I literally cool. think that bird is just having fun. I want to be a bird. Totally. Oh my god. Uh, all right. Well, you know, I've got one more question. Oh Should yeah, go ahead. Let's do that question just for funds. Yeah. yeah. You've yeah. won. You've won the prizes. Congratulations. Oh yeah. Congratulations. Well done. Let's see how Scott does with this Thanks. one. All right. How many unique words appear in Dr. Seuss's Green Eggs and Ham? <laughs> well, there's a lot of the use of green eggs and ham. Um, yeah, so that but, we know there's at least uh, five, right? Or no, well, four. Green eggs and ham. Yeah. I'm going to go, this feels like one that's meant to skew lower. So I'm going to say t- uh, 22. 
words. 22 uh, is the uh, correct answer. 22 is incorrect. Uh, Dave, is the correct answer higher or lower than 22? Uh, higher. It's, it's definitely higher, but not much higher. 50, exactly no. 50 d- unique words. He had a bet with his publisher to use uh, fewer unique words than the cat in the hat, which had 236 unique words. So oh, no way. He won that bet. That's great. I didn't know that was a thing. I learned yeah. th- I learned Swift today. I learned oh, about yeah. uh, his publishing uh, bet he made. Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. Look the, at this. Uh, this is insane. Kurgan Falcon. I learned, you learned that it's not the... John, but it's Dave. Like all these things I learned today. <laughs> oh, James. Um, you learned about Disney princesses yeah, and how the they're all barely legal. Yeah, they're all barely some legal. Of them aren't, and some of them aren't even that. <laughs> no, some are too young. Get out of there. You know, get off out of there. Yes. Uh, also this. Congratulations. You're a winner. You are a winner, uh, Dave. Congratulations. All you got to do is send Brian an email, coverville at gmail.com, and he will send you the codes to those games we mentioned today. How do you feel about your win? A fantastic way to start my Wednesday. You guys have a great one. Uh, You too, man. Thanks for playing with us. See you later. Okay. Well, there goes Dave. All right. Very good. Dave is here, man. Get it? Yeah, man. Well, not anymore, man. Dave's not here. (laughs) Man, I cannot stop thinking about the comment Cheech and Chong made about George Carlin in that documentary. Um, you saw that, right? Um, I did see that. Remind me of the comment. So there was, it's in the seventies when everybody was saying that Carlin lost his edge. He wasn't relevant anymore. You know, this new kind of comedy was happening and it was, you know, Cheech and Chong were kind of at the point, this spearhead of that and all that. And at one point, Tommy Chong or Cheech Marin, I don't remember which said, um, I can't remember the exact comment, but it was freaking rude. It was like it was like us going. Um, uh, who's the MTV uh, podcaster? I can't think of his name. Uh, oh, Adam, Adam Curry. Curry. It's like yeah. us going. Ah, oh, Adam Curry, washed up oh. piece of shit. We're podcasters now. It'd be like that. Yeah. Okay. All and right. I remember well. thinking, you don't, I don't. I think that's a dangerous thing to say because you know how it, it turned out. It is. turned out nobody gave a shit about Cheech and Chong about twenty years later, and everybody still listened to Carlin. And he's yeah. the most like quoted dead comedian of all time. Like I think maybe you guys were wrong, and they probably know they were wrong. But anyway, I can't stop thinking about that for some reason. All right. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's do a little bit of news coverage here. Uh, okay. Inform the people. Right. We're we believe in uh, um, institutional <laughs> journalistic integrity, and so in that vein, this we do it by ripping off a nineteen seventies uh, jingle. <laughs> Uh, Brian, hey, it's the news. Uh, who is it brought to us by today? Brought to you by almost hitting a drone with a wrist rocket. Oh, yeah. So I was out in the backyard and we hear up in the sky and uh, ran and grabbed my little slingshot thing because <laughs> I thought, you know, this whoever this is just hovering over my backyard. Is that, is that for squirrels? Like, is that uh, usually what you use that for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, usually nothing. Like, I don't remember why yeah. we even have it. Um, when I was a kid, of course, you'd use it to hit sure, everything. Sure. But, yeah. but anyway, I went out there and took a shot, almost hit, hit it. Just <laughs> veered <laughs> did off it, to the Did side. it all of a sudden go... <laughs> oh, yeah, it took off. It was out. <laughs> <It took off. laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's a neighbor. I don't know whose it is. They're not supposed to here. They'll get fined if they get caught because they're not supposed to do it with the HOA rules. But uh, Oh, really? That's yeah, because they're hovering over the yard and who knows who's yeah, out. You know, Privacy, sure. People got their boobies out, you know? They might. That's what they're hoping anyway. Yeah, that's what they want. I mean, I was there. My boobs weren't out, but I was there. Oh, all right. Good. Oh, there's something I have to show you after the show. I can't show it online. 
There's something. Really wow. Funny. Okay. <laughs> you just reminded me of something. We were just talking about now. I'm a little concerned. I'm well, a little worried. I'll tell you the story and then I'll send you the link. But basically, okay. somebody for my birthday gifted me a copy of ba- uh, Baldur's Gate Three, which is still in early access, but this you know it's oh, expected cool. to be this huge thing, and uh, it's on Steam. Anyway, get a copy of it. Thanks, Bo Schwartz, for your kindness. And uh, I guess since since what they call Patch Eight. Mm-hmm. It's had some weird graphical glitches. And by that, I mean like a model will show up, but then a, it'll take a second and then textures, hair, clothes, objects in the world, they, they pop in later. They're okay. fixing this. It's not, it's not a, it's yeah. a bug, right? So I, I go in for my very, and I didn't know about this. I go in for my very yeah. first character creation and it defaults to a female elven uh, barbarian is the cho- first choice. And okay. It's all D and D, so these are the kind of classes and characters and stuff. It pops in, and there's a background that pops in first. Then a model pops in, and she is buck naked. And not only that, <laughs> they have detailed all the nakedness. Oh, really? Like the fully uh, this yeah. ain't Barbie doll smoothness. This no. is uh, and I don't know why. Correct. I don't know why yeah. you would ha- you would go to such lengths to render these perfectly rendered beautiful little nipples and you know all this, but because they did. Thirteen year old dudes make video games, Scott. <laughs> and then and then the clothes pop in after, and then the textures pop in after that. And I know it's not intended, yeah. but I'm I'm dying to know why they think it's necessary. To have right, why all do that you have, underneath? Yeah, why What's, do you need stuff detailed under the clothes yeah. unless there's some sort of secret level that you? Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. It's weird, and apparently I'm not alone. I put it up on the Reddit, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, this is patch eight, patch eight, patch eight. And I'm like, "Okay, hmm. all right, patch all right. eight, you got me." Anyway, here's a story for you. A man uh, uh-huh. in the news uh, pulls a gun on a woman who didn't thank him for holding a door open. Oh my! Well, damn right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I better get some acknowledgement for my generosity and kindness. That's right. As a man, you yeah. deserve it. Right. What? Uh, no gratitude no for gu- opening well, a door for you? How about a gun, then? <laughs> Why 25, don't I just pull out the gun? He was tw- 25 years old. This is a Connecticut man, or Connecticut. Uh, wow, on Connecticut, uh, let's see, Saturday, allegedly pulled out a gun on two women because they did not thank him for holding a door that he opened for them, according to local police. Law enforcement responded to a Hamden family dollar store. There's your problem. <laughs> at 3.15 p.m., nothing good happens at a dollar store at 3.15 no. p.m. Oh, gosh, no. Worst time yeah. of day to go to a family dollar. Yeah. yeah. Um, after receiving a report of a man was pointing a gun at two customers outside the store. When the officers arrived, witness told the man, later identified as Joshua Murray, allegedly pointed a gun at the woman for whom he had held the door. Two officers, uh, he uh, see, they told officers he allegedly uh, grew irate after they didn't thank him. When police located, you know, I'm worried about I'm worried about these twenty somethings that are always this close to snapping. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but y'all need to no, freaking find your chill. Exactly. You've always existed, but I feel like right now, ugh. Just and then you got a gun on you, you you rat bastard. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. daughter just turned your age. She is she couldn't be further from pulling a gun on someone because they didn't say thank you for something. Right, I know. Like you know, you're just minding your own business. I don't, maybe you're flying your drone in the neighborhood or something like that, and all of a sudden somebody overreacts with some sort of projectile weapon to. Uh... Yeah, yeah, and the goal is if if you hold the door open, it's not meant to be. I need immediate. Uh, I demand immediate uh, acknowledgement and thanks for this, or I don't do it. You do it because you're a nice guy, and you should just do yeah. it. 
Exactly. So yes. wherever your parents are, ought to have uh, their chodes punched. All right. <laughs> That's better than shooting you, you know. Way, way better than shooting. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. Uh, here's a good one. I like this story. A company called Meta is suing Meta for naming itself Meta. <laughs> wow, how meta. Yeah, very meta. <laughs> when uh, Facebook changed its name to Meta in October, there were a few concerns about the company that was planning to dominate the nascent metaverse, but uh, there's one aggrieved party that is now going public. This is an installation art company called Meta at meta.is. <clears throat> if you want to see what they do. Announced Tuesday, it'll be suing Meta or Facebook for a tra- trademark violation, alleging Zuckerberg's name change violated the smaller company's established brand. Uh, well, I'll go on because it explains what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. In October, Facebook uh, seized our Meta trademark and name, uh, We uh, sorry, which we put our blood, sweat, and tears into building over the last 12 years. Reading a post on the on the smaller company's website today, after eight months of trying to negotiate with Facebook in good faith to no avail, uh, we were left with no choice but to file this lawsuit. So, hmm. I, I kind of do hate this—a gigantic company with endless pockets. Yeah. yeah, they don't care at all. No, but you know, I I really got to hand it to these guys, Meta, the small Meta, yeah, the small <laughs> little Meta, meta. Um, the little Meta that could uh, for. <laughs> You know, for first trying to negotiate and say, "Hey, look, you know, this is our company name. We've been we've been at this for a long time. This is not just a new thing. Twelve years we've been trying to establish our brand and our name, and uh, and then when they were like, "Yeah, no, we're Facebook. F you, Matt." And then they said, "Okay, yeah, now we've got to go lawsuit. So good, you know." Yeah, they're doing what um, they they're doing the right path. They're doing exactly the way they're supposed to do it. I yeah. say go for it, and I say. God, There's I enough hope these that, guys get a nice payday. Oh, wouldn't that be great? I freaking yes. would love that. I'd yeah. love to see Facebook take one of the chode for this one. Boy, a lot mm-hmm. of chodes today. Choding. Lots of chodes. It's a chode-heavy show, people. Yeah, very chody here. Yeah. Uh, my office smells like chai tea, by the way. Do you know why? <laughs> Better than smelling like chode. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I transitioned from chode yeah, to Yeah, I don't know either. Chai. Chode, chai, sure. Chai, sure. chode. Um, but when I spilled yesterday, I got on this big mouse mat thing of mine, and it really oh. smelled up the joint. So now I'm I'm trying to clean it up. Gotcha. Have you not taken that mouse mat outside to let it dry? Oh, I did do that, but I okay. did it to I did it this morning. So all day oh, yesterday, gotcha. it sat here drying, and it and I didn't notice because I was in here all the time. But when I came <laughs> sure. in this morning, it was overwhelming. It's like, oh my gosh, well, it smells like you a know, coffee that's shop actually that's not a bad smell. That's uh, yeah, it's not too bad. No, I was like walking into a Starbucks or something. It just kind of had that yeah. vibe. Anyway, Kim's now. She's like, bring that up here. That's what I did. So she's taking care of it. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good for her. I hope these guys make some money. Um, I do okay. Too. We are going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will join us for a little tech time. Because uh, that's what he does on Wednesdays. And it's yeah. great. We love yeah. it. We'll also do some recommendals with at least Randy, possibly Nicole. Haven't heard back from her, so I'm not sure. I'll say this every <laughs> the week. Great, the great mystery of life. Will Nicole join us for recommendals? You'll never know until you come back after this song Brian has brought. So yeah. play that song that you brought. Uh, thanks to Big Loud Rock, the uh, new alternative rock imprint of Big Loud Records, uh, and a band called Letdown. This is uh, the latest single from Chicago and Nashville-based so- songwriter and vocalist Blake Coddington. Um, I don't know where he is, which one of these he's in now. I got to tell you, the the song is fantastic. 
What's even better is the music video. And uh, so make sure you check out the music video. Do a search for Let Down, all one word, L-E-T-D-O-W-N. And um, hold on a second. I'm going to copy so I, so the uh, chat, uh, chat room can have it. Nice. But what's cool about this video is if you turn the sound off, it seems like an entirely different kind of music video. <laughs> like oh. it, it seems like, uh, Weird. uh, like, like you're looking at a heavy metal song, but when you listen to it, it's like, yeah, this is definitely not a heavy metal song. Uh, the band is let down all one word, L E T D O D W N period. The brand new single is called go to hell, uh, directed by Alex Zarek and, uh, now streaming, uh, no album announced, but, uh, the new song is fantastic. Here is let down and go to hell. <laughs> You had to look at what you thought was love and bliss Like every story I ever told you found a way to make me slip What I could ever have is what you wanted me to miss You built those walls so damn tall You just let me fall, hid your scars But I'm not your tool, had no clue I'm your fool Heaven knows I'd go to hell for you Sometimes a coffee drinker can be a picky bunch, you know? You guys, you're not just satisfied with anything. 
And uh, I'm here to tell you that Trade Coffee's got your back. Somebody who cares about what you care about. Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. They're independent businesses from big cities, small towns, maybe somebody even near you. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters. They are often the largest source of new growth for, for these guys. So, you know, you're, you matter. You're important to them and they're important to you. Expert tasted coffee comes from Trade Coffee. They have a team that actually taste tests thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you. And Trade's human-powered algorithm will find it. Oh, what a relief. Somebody still believes in the power of humans to determine what you might like or not. Freaking love that. They have a first match guarantee as well. They're so confident that they'll match you the right time the first time. But if they don't, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you directly to send you a brand new bag for free. So I'm not the big coffee drinker in the house, but my wife can't stop talking about trade coffee and the various coffees we've gotten from them. They love them. Uh, Better taste is what she says. Uh, It's it's super easy to make, of course. And uh, she loves it. Also, she'll do some of them in ice form because it's summer and she loves those as well. So no matter what, you you don't go wrong. They're amazing. Also, the quiz you take on the site, so freaking easy. Oh my gosh. I did that in like no time flat. And we got exactly what everybody wanted. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash TMS. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Yeah, you heard me. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash TMS and let Trade find you a coffee that you'll love. Again, that is drinktrade.com slash TMS for $30 off. Mother, with this, you can see as well as hear. Why? You mean how? I mean why? Who cares? R2-D2, you found a cigarette. The Morning Stream. How dare you talk to me that way? And we're back. Hey, uh, someone in the chat sounds like they cater their. Yeah, the uh, cool. JCloud 5000 works with Big Loud Records all the time, caters their studio sessions in Nashville. Nice. So who knows? Maybe he's brought food to uh, Blake Coddington, uh, a.k.a. Letdown, who's, who you just heard in that song. Uh, song is called Go to Hell, the band Letdown, brand new single, um, and an excellent music video with a dude who kind of looks a little like, um, I don't know, like uh, if Jason Momoa joined Metallica. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I, now yeah. you're now you're speaking everyone's language. That sounds fantastic. I think so. Yeah. Exactly. I could actually. But I'll see tell that. you right now, he does not sound like if Jason Momoa joined Metallica. Oh. Okay. Good. Well, that's the key. All right. Check this out, everybody. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. You got to understand, the man is not the tool. It's the concept and direction that we get out of Tom Merritt, who joins us uh, this morning. Hello, Tom. How are you? I'm increasingly uncomfortable with this introduction. You know, I don't like to be called the man. I don't like the use of the word tool. So uh-huh. close yeah. to proximity yeah. to my introduction. Sure. 
Yeah, yeah. you're a man tool, uh, is what we're saying. And um, <laughs> we're thrilled to have <laughs> you here. It's just getting worse and worse, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's normally. Man, that a man tool. Yeah, no kidding. Well, normally, uh, Wednesdays are the day I'm on DTNS, and not today. I swapped because I wanted to be on with Will Smith yesterday. That's right. Uh, star of screen and film. Did it meet your expectations for you? Were it was you, great. Did you, did yeah. Enjoy it was great because you, you ended up being the forum for a 12 years or plus long desire on both Will and I's part to try to just be on a show together, uh, guesting somewhere or on one of the things we worked on and we never could pull it together. And we were always kind of fast friends on social media and stuff and have a bunch of friends in between us, like Veronica and Bill Duran's good pals with those guys and all that. Yeah. Yeah. But it finally happened due to the facilitation that is Tom Merritt, today's tech tool, tool, tool man. (laughs) All credits uh, to to Roger Chang on that one. He he's the one that handles the the booking and the calendar and all the complications that that go therein. So yeah, uh, it was great. So huge props to to Roger for pulling it off. It's it's special guest week all week on DTNS, and then mm-hmm. Roger is is the one who made that happen. Yeah, he's lord of special guests this week, and he did a great job yesterday. Uh, I, I forget who's on today, but it sounds like a topic I want to talk about. Like. Somehow, somehow, it's someone Quinn Nelson. Yeah, uh, Quinn Nelson is the guy, uh, and he does a, a great YouTube channel. And one of the topics he recently covered was how great of a gaming machine the M1 Mac is. So we're going to really? talk wow. about that. Yeah, I actually agree. I'm going to. I'm, I'm a little sad I'm not there, but it's uh, going to be great. Uh, but as always, Tom's you know out scouring things, trying to find the best stories for today's lineups and deciding what to, to go deep on and that sort of thing. What are you uh, What are you finding with your hunt this morning? Well, a couple of things. One we talked about yesterday when you were on uh, the uh, the the Netflix password crackdown, but also Netflix had its earnings report uh, come out yesterday afternoon. So uh, we talked about the password crackdown yesterday on DTNS. Today we'll talk about the things that Netflix announced in its earnings report, as far as its plans and claims and and all that uh, sort of thing. Uh, the short version of the earnings report is they lost subscribers again. But they lost fewer subscribers than either they or analysts had expected. Everybody expected it to be around 2 million. Uh, They only, only lost 970,000 subscribers worldwide, uh, which is still their largest loss yet. Uh, But I think what's important is they're losing those subscribers in the saturated markets where they're facing the most competition. Mm. Uh, So they lost 1.3 million in the U.S. and Canada. They lost uh, another 770,000 in Europe and they were flat in Latin America and gained uh, a million in the Asian Pacific region. So uh, mm. they're 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 losing in the places where they've been the longest, and there's more alternatives. Uh, they are still gaining in the places where they're new and maybe not as much competition, which makes perfect sense. Yeah, it makes sense to me. I was I I had wondered. Well, this answers the question I I kind of had in my head about them their performance in North America given how many choices we have, and a lot of these choices just straight up aren't available in other places yet, um, whether it be HBO Max, Paramount Plus, everybody and their dog doing streaming services now. Yeah. I, that well, had to, to have an effect. Netflix right? is in almost every country on Earth. Yeah. Uh, the other ones are in most of the countries, or yeah. many of the countries, but sure. not every single country. So each country may have one or two of the same ones, but in the U.S., we've got them all. Yeah, and, and they're not all insane like the three of us where we just... We feel like part of our jobs is to make sure we see everything so we have them all, like psychos. Most people are smart about it and go, 
Eh, just kind of seeing all I want to see on Netflix for now, and until there's another Stranger Things season, I'll just that, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll accept it. We'll, we'll go over to HBO for a while, and you know, see what they got going, and cancel Netflix for now or whatever. Is that part of the reason that the ad-supported Netflix tiers coming? Do you think is to kind of yeah, compete on that? Uh, I, I absolutely do. the The ad-supported tier and the password sharing crackdown are. Attempts to get ahead of saturation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the ad-supported tier will provide a, a, a carrot to say like, "Hey, if you if you're paying too much uh, for this stuff, but you still want to watch Bridgerton, you still want to watch Stranger Things, we'll give you a cheaper way." Uh, and they're going to make money off that, just like they make money off the other subscription. So that's a, a a play at retention. Just go to this cheaper plan. You have to watch a few ads. Uh, as many of you who are right now typing, I don't want ads, uh, there are plenty who put up with them. And there are plenty who say they don't want ads uh, who watch them. Uh, witness the success of Tubi and Pluto uh, and lots of, uh, of services like that. So you're not going to see Netflix fail because of the ads thing. It's probably no. going to help quite a bit. Yeah. The other one is password sharing where they can eat into the fact that somebody's like, well, maybe I'd pay for Netflix, but it's kind of expensive and I can just use my friend's password. Uh, so if they can crack down on that and make that less comfortable and provide a cheaper alternative, you got a carrot and a stick situation. Yeah. This, this concept that um, if they have an ad tier will will lead to their downfall somehow is, is weird to me because if you want no ads and you do what you're already doing, you pay. And if you want some of it, or at least right now they're talking about it's a limited catalog and that'll change over time. But the ad tier is just there if you don't want to pay for it. And I can tell you right now, our pal Brian Dunaway, he loves the tubies and the freebies and the freaking mm-hmm. all that crap. He he will sometimes, get this, we'll do a film sack movie <laughs> and it'll be available on a service he subscribes to without commercials like Prime or something. Uh-huh. And he will choose to watch it on Tubi because... He somehow likes that. I, I can't figure him out. He's weird. Because he like that it gives him a chance to take a break, get up and walk around. Probably. Just- something like that, maybe. Or, or maybe it reminds him of a simpler time where yeah. we were all sort of just subjected to this. Or I don't I don't know. Yeah. But, but well, and, yeah. and, and to be fair, Tubi is free. You don't have to pay for it. Netflix is going to charge you for ads. But there's plenty of examples of people willing to do that. Like, oh, I can pay a little less and just watch some ads. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, not everybody likes that. I get that. And the people who don't like that are very vocal about it. Uh, but there are millions of people who are fine with it uh, and and do it on services like Peacock. Disney Plus is going to have it. HBO Max is going to have it. It's it's definitely going to th- be a thing. Cable TV was that. Yeah. Uh, so or is that? Well, remember, uh, yeah, is that now? Oh, my gosh. We were at a hotel over the weekend and or in our condo thing, a, a timeshare. And there was a Food Network one of their marathons where it's just like nothing but Guy Fieri stuff or Fieri stuff. And um, I th- I decided because I just get in this feeling like there are sure more com- there are more commercials per capita here than anything else. And I just wanted to find kind of where the baseline was. So I counted the average commercial break, how many ads were shown. The top end was 16 different commercials, short, but 16 yeah. of them. The low end was eight. So the minimum eight commercials usually more than that somewhere between eight and 16 between every break which it, is at least four minutes but i bet those are 60 second commercials not 30 seconds yeah they, it's long and the so the actual content felt like is barely there and, yeah. and and again you know this is where cable is and it sustains itself i guess to whatever degree it needs to and so let it be whatever it's going to be um i understand people have trepidation about that me- moving into their streaming services but if you're worried you're already paying for a tier that doesn't give you that which you don't have the option with cable so 
Well, and the, and the other thing I hear a lot is like, oh, this password sharing thing is going to it's going to blow back on them. Right. Netflix, I think, has finally crossed the Rubicon that all companies cross from being the new fun upstart to the hated incumbent. Mm. Uh, it doesn't really matter what a company does. Sometimes they do things to deserve it. Sometimes they don't. Uh, it's just the fact that they've been around so long that people just get tired of them. Yeah. And I think Netflix is is crossing into that as, as they mature and they stop being the cool, you know, the cool uncle. Uh, and now they're the strict dad, uh, as they tell you to stop sharing passwords. Uh, I I think there will be a backlash and it will be very public and angry. It already is, uh, especially I, I don't think it's going to be that material, though, because people are very angry right now about something that has nothing to do with them. Uh, because they're not in Argentina or any of these test countries where they're doing the password sharing. Netflix is being very soft-shoed with it. They will eventually be strict, I have no doubt, but they're not cutting people off. They they had the wording in their fact that they would cut people off, and then they took it out uh, because they're very sensitive to that. So I, I think they really just want to stop password sharing. Uh, they want to provide an easy way for you to do that. They're testing out various ways to do that. One would be you add an account uh, as a sub account to the main account for an extra couple of dollars. The other is you add a house, uh, which is a location for an extra couple of dollars. Now, the other reaction I see from people is like, oh, so they're going to go by IP address. You're jumping to conclusions. Yes, they use IP address, but they also use device IDs and a bunch of other stuff. Netflix is actually being very diligent about not wanting to have false positives. Right. And even when they combine all of that data and decide, okay, this is someone outside the house, they are uh, giving you two weeks at every location per year. So no, when you go on vacation and you stay in a few hotels, they're not going to ding you for that because yet, unless you're staying at more than two weeks at every hotel, uh, you're going to be fine. I I think what they're trying to do is really say, look, we we really just want to put this fence out where it catches not all, but most of the people who can afford to pay but don't. Mm. Uh, they are going to trip up. They are going to have people get false positives because they use a VPN or or an ad blocker when they do the ad services uh, and stuff like that. So it, it's it's going to have some negative headlines out there. But honestly, I don't think it's going to bring Netflix down. What's going to bring Netflix down or not is content. Mm. Uh, yeah. Right now, the one thing I hear people say is, well, I don't subscribe to Netflix anymore because there isn't anything I want to watch. Mm. And that's death for them. Mm. Right now, that's a minority of the people. There's plenty of people who find things that they like to watch. And I think it's hip to say you don't like anything on Netflix. So more people say it than actually mean it. Uh, but I do look at Netflix and I'm like, what is Netflix beyond Stranger Things and Bridgerton and maybe, you know, Umbrella Academy and an occasional buzzy movie? Mm. I don't know. They don't have an identity the way that HBO Max does and the way that all the traditional broadcast networks do because they have, you know, a hundred years of content behind them. So mm. Netflix really needs to get an identity around their content where people think of them as, oh, I've got to have them to get X. Look how reasonable our man Tool is, you guys. He knows <laughs> he's not here for the headlines. He's not here to My stir up trouble. Does not, certainly does not feel undermined by that. <laughs> no, that was awesome. That was actually one of the best yeah. uh, takes I've ever heard, and I'm glad it happened here. Sure. Uh, well, that's fantastic. You want to hear more about this sort of stuff? You'll hear it today on the Daily Tech News Show at 2 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, usually, Again, usually I'm there Wednesdays, but not today. But you want to check in. Uh, I'm going to because I want to hear about this. M1 take, because actually I think I agree with it already. I just don't know all the details. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, there's all that and more. Plus, Tom does a bunch of other cool stuff. Tom, what do you got going right now? 
Yeah, so uh, Quinn Nelson from Snazzy Labs on the show today. It's special guest week on Daily Tech News Show all week long. Uh, we we had uh, Jack Resider from Darknet Diaries on a Monday. If you haven't checked out that episode, go listen to it. As we mentioned, Will Smith uh, yesterday from uh, from podcasting and, and testing things across the internet. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to have Joel Telling talking 3D printing. Oh, Ryan. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. that guy's... I, I follow his... Uh, both his channel and his um, and his Twitter. That guy's yeah. great. Mm. So uh, that's going to be super fun. And then uh, Justin Roby uh, coming in on Friday, if you, if you know him. Uh, so please, everybody, uh, check it out. And if you enjoy something, tell folks about it. That's kind of the idea with having all these great guests all in one week is to to spread the word about DailyTechNewsShow.com. I agree. Tom Merritt, everybody. He is Ace Detect on Twitter. Go follow him there. You probably already do. Tom, have a great day. We'll see you next time. Thanks, man. Bye now. <laughs> Bye. 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 All right, there goes Tom. Now there he goes again. The great. Everyone's been making bets. The great. <laughs> will she or won't she? Will she or the won't she? Is, uh, the... <laughs> you never know till we try. So we're gonna give it a shot. Whoops! Why didn't it work? No, nope, don't copy. Add. There we go. Well, if you can't add her, then that really helps that could my be a problem. That would mean that, that yeah. would mean she canceled me or something. But anyway, let's get in and see how it goes. <laughs> Welcome to Recommendals, everybody. Uh, we have with us already Mr. Randy Jordan. Hello, Randy. Good morning, morning stream. I am 1.3 billion Earths. How are you? That's a lot of Earths. <laughs> That's a lot of Earths. Hey, quick com- a quick comic recommendation. I know I did this the other day. I wanted to do it again because I'm enamored with it. I'm in love with it. Um, Steven Schleicher recommended 8 billion genies. This uh, Only three issues in on this. Uh, this uh, let's see who's publishing it. Image. And it already got option for, te- for uh, a prime video uh, television series. And now I understand why. It's so great, you guys. Read 8 million genies. 8 billion, I'm sorry. 8 billion genies. It's one of the most innovative ideas I've seen in comics in a very long time. All right. Hold on. I'm so reading it that. right now. Give Write me a it minute. down. 8 billion genies. <laughs> Finished. Yeah. Give Done. me a minute. I need a minute. It's only, like I said, I it's only, only three so issues I'm watching, Randy right now in my mind's eye is looking like Doctor Strange during Infinity War where he's looking at all the different possibilities. Yeah. And they're trying to talk to him. And he puts his hand up like... Stop! Don't talk yeah, to me. I'm, yeah, I'm dealing yeah. with all the things. And then you do. <laughs> then you do a number one, and then number Spider-Man one. crumbles to dirt, dust. It's fantastic. That's right. Exactly. Uh, well, sorry, all right, Mr. We're we're going to uh, proceed as 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 if normal here. Uh, if, yes, if we're spagnolus as yeah. of right now. She may we're join good. if that's if she does. Great. Uh, either way, yeah. we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Hey, Brian. Uh, uh, we we talk about these streaming services, and we always start with you. Uh, do you have a, a setup for this here clip? I do. It's a very short setup, and you'll understand why as soon as you hear it. Uh, This is a film. Oh, all right, here we go. Julie was scuffed over herself. This was so easy for her. Oh, we be. She was still among the best in the school, but it was just too many mistakes, too many messages, updates, too many things in the feed, too much that happened in the world that she couldn't do anything with. But she maybe had known it. Uh, the French yeah. Connection. So this is a this is a reading movie. This is a, <laughs> it's a reading. It's a reading movie. You don't even. There's not even the option for a dubbed version. What you're hitting there or hearing there is not uh, French. It is actually Finnish. Oh shit! Uh, which is uh, what they what they uh, speak in uh, Finland, but also in Norway, um, uh, some parts of Sweden. But of course, Swedish Swedish is what you're going to hear there. Hmm. Um, yeah, no, that is. Um, uh, the movie you're hearing there is called uh, The Worst Person in the World. 
and I'm here to tell you that that it's a uh, it's an incorrectly labeled movie because the the star of this film, a woman named Julie, played incredibly well by Renata Rensiv, is definitely not the worst person in the world. She might think that she's the worst person in the world, but oh. um, she absolutely isn't. So, so, there, so this yeah. is like Fleabag. You're like, oh, I get it. Okay, this you person... Know, that's, that's an interesting okay. comparison right there. She, not just in, in that one connection right there, but also kind of in the style of this film. She never breaks the, the fourth wall like uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge did in Fleabag, but it does follow this character's journey over the course of four years where um, she goes from being a medical student to deciding that she doesn't like medicine, wants to be a psychologist and goes into psychology school and then decides, Oh no, I'm not, maybe not that either. I want to be a photographer. Hmm. Um, uh, but it's her, her uh, dating life, her family life or the relationship with her father. Um, it is a, it is a beautifully shot God, especially one scene that I just want to gush over. Beautifully shot um, film that's kind of a slice of life of uh, of this character, Julie. There's, um, there's, there's always two categories for beautifully shot Scandinavian movies. I need to know. Is it Norway? Is it Norway in the summer or Norway in the winter? Those are very different mm. results. So, well, it's over four years, so you get a little uh, bit of both, okay. but primarily okay. Oslo in the summer. And, okay, good. Um, good, 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 good. Yeah, and uh, um, by the end of the film, you'll probably fall in love with Julie yourself because she's just such a uh, a deep and um, how do you say her name? grounded character renata rensiv or rensvi rensvi oh their names are so weird over there but yeah that's um, she yeah and and the really uh, director me. is Joachim trier i had to look up the name because i was going to call him joaquin based because it's similar to the spell to joaquin mm. but with an m but no it's uh Joachim trier um he also did reprise which had um uh, no, it was there was a movie he did with uh, Jesse Eisenberg, and I'm trying to remember that might not be part of the Oslo trilogy. Reprise and Oslo, August 31st, are are other films in this quote unquote trilogy. To my knowledge, there's no connection to them other than the fact that all three of them take place in Oslo. Hmm. Yeah, this is this is like your your rising uh, Norwegian uh, director. Like we're we're going to really probably is. see a a western english film out of him soon right you definitely will and um uh one of the things that's really helped push this this film and push uh Joachim's career is the fact that this film was not only nominated for best international feature at the recent academy awards but also best screenplay mm. which it's very rare to find an international film um nominated for best screenplay uh uh, at least at the Academy Awards. This thing did win. Uh, she won Best Actress at uh, the Cannes Film Festival uh, last year. Well-deserved. She's incredible. Um, National Board of Review gave it uh, the, the best, uh, one of the best films of the year. I mean, this, and it's well, all of it's well-deserved. This thing is so good. If, if you can get past reading some words mm-hmm. on the bottom of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got to you got to read some. But I thought this was the Mads Mikkelsen thing. That's the the name That's the other one. The one that's the one about the guy who stops or I'm sorry, who goes overboard in drinking because they learn that it's uh that it can open your 
the, it can open your consciousness, oh, open your mind. Okay, and yeah. That was also, a, also call, a, I think. Also a native spoken thing that had subtitles, right? Another round. That was it. Another round. Another round. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and that one was that's another subtitle one, and that's also very good. Again, this was a great year for foreign films with Drive My Car. Uh, worst person in the world and another round both uh, all all three of those excellent he's the only reason past the length of drive my sure sure he's he's the only reason i'm actually somewhat excited about what indiana jones 5 might be like oh uh right matt's Matt's he's a bad guy it's one of the only reasons two reasons james mangold is the director and i really like him he made uh logan um uh, yeah. I can't think of other movies. Uh, oh, we just watched him. We he did uh, the one of the uh, uh, the Born Identity things. Born anyway, Identity movies. Yeah, right. he's great, and I'm so that's exciting. And also, uh, Mads Mikkelsen's be a great villain. But other than that, you know, what do we have to go off of? We got nine hundred. Well, we year also old... know that uh, Shia LaBeouf has not been attached to this new film yet. Yeah. Has he? Yeah. I love that there's been news about that. Like, no Shia LaBeouf, oh, really? <laughs> no Chris Pratt. We had, we got a whole news cycle a couple weeks ago <laughs> that Chris Pratt was not in this movie. We're like, okay, thank you. I guess that's useful. so. Li- listen to this cast: Harrison Ford, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Speaking of her. Yeah. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen, Thomas Crenchman. I like that guy. He's in a bunch of stuff. Um, Antonio Banderas for some reason. Toby Jones. Like, Ooh, it, Toby Jones. Yeah, nice. we might be in for something there. I don't know. That yeah. last one was yeah. such a piece of shit, though. It's just hard to get excited. It really was. We just need to wash the taste of Indiana Jones 4 out of our mouth. And, yeah. and maybe we'll get the quadrilogy that we deserve. Yes, indeed. Um, well, anyway. Uh, anyway, this is uh, The Worst Person in the World. It is streaming on Hulu. Um the other, the other comparison I wanted to make was uh, Amelie, mm. uh, which is another foreign film that's kind of a slice of life of a, of a um, strong woman character that you kind of see her develop over the course of the film. And um, uh, but I mean, this is less, this is less twee. Than, yeah, I was going to uh, say Amelie, Amelie is so precious constantly. Yes, yes. This is not. This is definitely not that. And by by the way, not not. Uh, striking that movie, like I think Amelie is fantastic. Oh, it's fantastic! Everybody but yeah, this is the- not. Yeah, this is not that. But it's there's a there's a comparison that can be made between uh, Amelie and the worst person in the world. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's uh, awesome. Make sure to watch this uh, and uh, um, and enjoy it and read a little bit and you'll you'll be you'll be glad you did. Very nice. <laughs> Um, all right, here's mine. Now, uh, this comes with a bit of a caveat. I was gone. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> yeah, I was, it's, it's an old thing and I was gone a lot last week, so I didn't have a chance yeah. to watch much new, but I found Edge some- of tomorrow. <laughs> I found, oh, that'd be funny. Uh, I found something that I love and forgot that how much I loved it. And so I binged yeah. it. Um, but it's older. So, and you guys will know right away what it is, but, um, Sorry. I needed, I needed some nice, what did I need? I need some wholesome. British. I love I love this kind of setup and I just want to linger in it forever. I like this moment before we hear this thing. Like, you know, linger, it's just linger. It's such a lovely moment. Please thank yeah. you for putting us here. Linger with your finger. Here we go. This is it. Enjoy this clip. Ah, lovely copper grommet. But um, a slightly diesely aftertaste, perhaps. How's that breakfast coming on? Well done, lad. Very well done. Thanks, Chuck. Oh, oh dear. Another baker. Battered with his own rolling pin. Huh, would you credit it? 
Still, looking on the bright side, I suppose it means more business for us, eh, Gromit? Hmm? All right. Well, obviously, it's Wallace and Gromit. I'm going to say Ro- Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Love, Death, Which Robot, one Robots, all, and Gromit. It's all of them. I watched the collection they have that is basically the very oh, wow. first one, which is Grand Day Out. The second one, Wrong Trousers. Third one is The Close Shave. And the last one's name leaves me. It's the Baker one. And that's the one I get the clip from. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're you know spread out from like 1992, I think, was Grand Day Out. Uh, when Nick Park's first film hit and won a bunch of you know awards for independent little mini film and all that or animated shorts and all that, um, and I think I saw it at one of those Mike and Ike's things mm-hmm. uh, when I originally saw it. But anyway, uh, they're all wonderful. The first one is is somewhat of a you get to see somebody making you know basically their their college project. The, the wrong trousers was that the first? No, first that was the second. And that's one. The first one's just Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, that's Grand Day Out, and and it's okay. Okay. It's fine. It's just you know, it's him in his garage with none of the tech you would have later to to really do you know expensive tracking and stuff you have to do with stop motion to make it look really nice. Like it's just his earliest thing, and it's wonderful and delightful. But it was just such a setup for what would come later. And Drunk Trousers is so freaking good, Mm. holds up to this day. Um, I love it. I love it. I can't wait for that chicken run sequel. I don't know what they're going to do about Mel Gibson, but whatever. Um, I love Nick Park. I love his movies. And so I just got in this mood. I was like, maybe it was because love death and robots just was washing over me still. And I was just in the mood for some auteur animated something. So I sat down and watched all three of those, four of those, I guess. And, uh, and loved every second of it. The movie is also very good. Although I didn't watch that this time. Uh, the curse of the were rabbits. Fantastic. If you haven't seen it. And, um, I mean, they don't make anything bad. There's no such thing is a bad Ardman film or short. Um, if you've ever seen, what's the angry redhead one is Carter in the chat. Her and I love that. I forgot the name of it. There's a, there's these shorts about an angry redheaded kid <laughs> that are a little bit, they're a little more raw, a little more adult, but it's about this kid who's always in the backseat of a car, just being pissy to his parents. And I can't explain <laughs> it, but nice. it's all very British. Right. And, and it made me want to watch Sean of the, or Sean of the sheep, Sean, the sheep. Yeah, Shaun the Sheep, the series. I've seen the movie many times. Shaun the Sheep, mm-hmm. the series, which is interesting because it doesn't really have dialogue in it. Just a lot of grunts and sounds and even the farmers just like, oh dear. It's like just like this very, very interesting kind of take. And it's the same style of stuff. It's just an amazing body of work. I love those guys. I love everything they do. And so if you want to just go have yourself a nice little time, plop your butt down. Uh, Paramount Plus has them all. That's where I watched it. Or I'm sorry. Prime, Amazon. Amazon Prime. Sorry, Prime. Yeah, yeah I forgot where I watched these. Uh, that's the problem. There's too many of these services. I'm getting them mixed up. But uh, great, great time. Holds up in every possible way and is just delightful and wonderful. And ever since uh, the the uh, the voice actor for Wallace died, um, I forgot his name. Shit. Here, I'll look it up. Uh, voice actor. Uh, yes. What's his name? Peter Salas. Peter Salas. Thank you. Um, hmm. Known for the... Uh, the something wine, an old sitcom on British stuff. If you ever seen that, you oh, know who really? this guy is. Okay. But anyway, last of the summer wine. That's what that's called. Anyway, uh, he passed away some years ago. But even the guy that does the newer stuff sounds exactly like him. Like they, mm-hmm. I don't know how they did it, but they did it. So uh, that's my recommendation this week. It's a little older, but worth every minute. And say, each of these is like ten minutes. Uh, where you say Amazon Prime. Prime. Amazon yeah. Prime. Thank yeah. you. Where, that was. Uh, Adding the link collection. It's so great. Cool. There's even a boner joke in the last, in the one that I saw. Oh, really? The Baker one. Yeah. Which no kid is ever going to get because 
it's not how it looks, but there's this moment. I'm pitching I, a tent, Grummet. <laughs> I, won't, I won't even give away where or what. I want people to find out for themselves, but when you see it, you'll know in the Baker one. Which Hilarious. Is the fourth. Okay. I cannot remember the name of that Baker one. Anyway, it's wonderful stuff. All right. Hey, Randy, uh, we got we a clip are, here for you. What do you got here? All three of us are going for the antidote movies this week. And I'm happy. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I just, I'm happy about this. I, I guess I've just been in a mood. Uh, maybe, maybe you guys have too, where it's just like, I, I've had enough of the, uh, like the winter and autumn kind of thinking. And so I'm trying to watch things that are light and fun. Mm. Um, and but at the same time, this week I keep thinking about Midnight Mass for some reason. That's such a good and I'm show. just like, wow. I'm just like, screw you, Emmys, stupid Emmys. Yeah, they should do those. Anyway, those will no never get kidding. the credit. Alex Garland stuff will never, or not Alex Garland, uh, the other guy. He'll he'll never get the credit he deserves. But that's okay because I love his work yeah. so much. So. Anyway, but uh, like like it's just a time of of the year for me where I'm just like, let's watch something fun and light and and uh, like entertaining because it's pleasant. So uh, the clip you're going to hear is the uh, the star of the movie talking to not the star of the movie, the other star of the movie. Um, <laughs> I pulled this clip just because I love it so much. The other person talking is one of my favorite living humans. Oh. And uh, I just I, just can't, I can't, it's great. Like, how did they get this guy in this movie? I love this. All Please, right. Here we go. Enjoy. enjoy. What are you doing out here? My appointment's at 10. No, you said you'd come at 10. I don't have any other appointments. I have six clients. Okay. How do you make a living with only six clients? I don't. I just became an online travel agent. See the posters? Oh, yeah. So why do you need posters if it's online? Because they were free. Why do you always have to understand the reasoning behind everything? Oh, well, it's the only way I can make sense of things. How's the boat? Water's still too cold. You don't get in the water. That's that's the point of the boat. Hmm. How's my account? Speaking of cold. 2% gains, which doesn't sound like much, because it isn't. Look, you gotta be more aggressive. If you let me put that in stocks, I could probably get you 10%. That would double your money in only... 7.27 years. Literally, the only time I was going to get to use that today. Nope. This is all we've got. I'm not about to gamble with it. It's not gambling. It seems like a risk, but the market... Well, if you could lose it, it's gambling. I'll call you in a month for my next appointment. Don't need an appointment. Okay. That's so. I know who the I know Walter White's in this. Um, is uh, that Brian or I mean, uh, um, Michael McKeon? No, no, it's the guy oh, from no. Daily Show. This, it's the I, Daily Show guy. What's his name? Oh, it's Larry Wilmore. Larry Wilmore. And, Larry Wilmore. And I okay. love right. I love him so much. Like I would have watched this movie if it was terrible, just for Larry Wilmore. He is. Uh, <laughs> he has a. He has this podcast that he's been running uh, most weeks, not most, not all weeks, but he has a podcast he's been running since he he, he got canceled from Comedy Central. It's called Black on the Air, mm-hmm. and it is just so good, guys. It's one of those <laughs> like we need to do recommendals on podcasts every now and then. This is one of the ones I just want you to. I want someone out there to listen to Larry Wilmore. He's but great. He's also, he was he was the senior black correspondent on the Daily Show for most yes, six to twenty fourteen. I know, I know. Yeah, love it. but not not the star of the movie. He's just this 
other guy who lives in the same town as Brian Cranston. And importantly, we're uh, missing his wife, Annette Benning. Annette Benning is perfect in this movie. It's just a simple little story based on a true story of a couple in a small town where the, uh, you know, the Brian Cranston character is really good with numbers and figures out a way to, uh, win a little money out of the lottery. He just figured he finds a, he finds a loophole. And so he starts, I remember this now. Yeah. he starts pursuing the loophole and, uh, you know, as it goes, like they're, they're totally cool people. They're not they're They don't think of themselves as criminals. They're not actually committing any crimes here. They're, they're really above board. They even try to tell the lottery commission, you know, like, Hey, there's this, there's this issue here, but they keep going with it. They end up getting their entire town involved. And, <laughs> uh, it's like a revitalization moment for all the people. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just a it's just a beautiful little movie. It's like it's got Rain Wilson and Michael McKeon and uh, Anna Camp is the daughter of Brian Cranston and Annette Benning, and it's just nice. It's oh, nice, uh, guys. We say the name you know? Jerry and Marge go large is the name of the film. Yes, yes, yes. This is on Paramount right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm I'm sure you'll see it elsewhere in years to come. It'll... I think oh yeah, no, Paramount. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say I saw it on Prime Video but it re- just redirects you to Paramount Plus. So yeah. is it a is yeah. it a and, oh, it happens a lot I hate that. Uh does it have yeah, um uh it's an exclusive to them or did they make it as like a original or um do we I don't, know? It doesn't matter. I don't but... know. I mean, it's got on the poster has Paramount Plus on it, but like I said, I don't know. I don't know. Sounds like it. I just know. It probably I just is. know that uh it's one of those movies where you're like, I don't know how they got this made. It's mm. like too, it's too easy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's nothing, there's really nothing exciting, special. Like the music is pretty down the middle. It's just enjoyable. Like you need to watch some movies. I'm a little once. worried. So tell me this. I, this is one I had on my list. I definitely want to see it. Um, it's based on a true story, which is always interesting to me to see what they do with that material. Is it, am I setting myself up for some really sad, like, I don't want them to be arrested or freaking, they seem too nice. So I, that's my, it's literally what's held tell me back. Tell us the ending without tell us the ending. <laughs> telling us the ending I guess maybe. what I'm saying is I don't, you don't have to tell me the ending, but I want to like, am I going to have that, this feeling you're describing? Am I going to feel that way all the way through? Or am I going to get hosed at the yeah. end? Okay. No, there, there is a conflict, but it's a, a conflict between these two retirees, Brian Cranston and Nett Benning, and some college students who also figure out the same thing Mm -hmm. that he did and are kind of competing for the, you know, the, the lottery prize winnings that they're trying to get. Sure. Um, it's that conflict is, is really kind of cool. Mm -hmm. It's not like a, you know, like there's not like people, uh, pulling guns on anybody or calling the police or whatever. It's just there, you know, they they have some they 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 generate some enemies because anytime you start making a lot of money you're going to generate some enemies yeah well um, that's but it's not like that's it that's it that's that seems whole, that's it seems entire... fantastic it's definitely one i want to see um yeah yeah i mean these are uh, these are great actors you're talking about you know two of the two of yeah. the best maybe yes um, and uh i you know i find myself recommending annette benning i just can't help it love like, her the, the stuff she's in she picks good it's she not does. it's not overwhelmingly good, yeah. right? Like she's not like <laughs> she's not making Oscar bait. Is it like am I I know you're a bit like me in this way, but every time I hear Annette Benning's name, I just want to watch Open Range again cuz I love her in that. Of song. course. Oh, I yeah. want to watch The Grifters again. Oh, it's so good in that too. She's so good. Yeah, she's awesome. 
She's good in uh, all those things she does, and uh, even what was the what was the one about the founding of Vegas and uh, the the mobster? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, um, Buckley. The Bugsy one. Bugsy. Was, uh, Bugsy. <laughs> Not Buckley. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Bugsy. That was Bugsy. it. I think it was just called yeah. Bugsy. That was fantastic. Was she's, Bugsy? Yeah. she's always good. So yeah, signed. So, uh, she is. Brian Brian Cranston is playing a forced pensioner, right? Somebody who gets pushed out of his uh, longtime lifelong job. And uh, finds himself, re- you know, suddenly retired and with a big brain and nothing to do. And so, like, yeah. that's why he's he's just dropping in on Larry Wilmore to talk about <laughs> nothing. Yeah. He's really got nothing to do. So that that's how, like, and and he plays he plays it a little bit stiff, right? This is supposed to be a guy who, you know, is is kind of lost mm-hmm. and older. Sure. So I understand what you're saying. Like, I I can't have that person also get mm-hmm. into bad trouble, right? Don't worry. It's it's totally cool. Good. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, Rain Wilson and Michael McKeon are uh, a couple of the townsfolk. Yeah. And I just like I like it when people like that play roles like this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I I kind of wish there had been more of the like best in show kind of movies. Not not specifically that right. Like Christopher Guest can wear on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't need we don't need a hundred of those. But mm-hmm. there's just a thing where you have good comic actors like this playing roles that bring some comic relief. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I just, I'm always going to like a movie like this. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, always no, going to like this. I like this kind of stuff as well. Uh, definitely on our list. Uh, so today's movies, once again, Brian, tell uh, people have been asking us to restate the yeah. name. So Brian, yeah, yeah absolutely. The worst person in the world, uh, streaming on Hulu. That's right. Go to uh, prime. If you want to watch all this Wallace and Gromit, Gromit stuff, I didn't check where the movie was. Um, but if you want to stick around it's for not, the, it's not streaming. It's not there. Okay. Sean, the sheep is definitely there. So you can yeah. watch all that and roll right into the, it. If you want the Wallace and Gromit movie is three 99 on Amazon, on Apple worth it. Get it. Uh, and Randy's of course, Randy, you want Jerry and Marge go large, go large, Dr. Watley and then Kevin Costner's girlfriend go large. <laughs> um, well, there you have it. Uh, as always a uh, fun time hanging out this, uh, this weekend, we got your, uh, your film sack coming up and I think yeah, we're doing the transporter. The, that's right if you didn't get enough transporter about a month ago and if you still don't get enough transporter (laughs) (laughs) i think we got boy we got the summer for you yeah it's the transporter summer uh, i want to talk about uh my buddy dino because uh he he might hear me if i talk about him on film sack but he'll never hear this yeah um it just as i told you it's just funny that a a friend of mine a guy i've known for a while now just suddenly discovered film sack and started texting me constantly about you know his experiences listening to film sack and like i'm just like i'm letting it ride yeah. I don't want to, I don't want, you know, he's, uh, you know, like he went through the stage where he wants to recommend movies and now he's on to the, the stage where he's trying to recommend jokes and it's great. Yeah. It's absolutely great. I love it so much. Yeah. And it makes me want to like go to our Patreon and fi- figure out a way for us to like, you know, get people even more involved. Cause yeah, it's just man. so, f- it's so fun when you're, you know, we need a like, multi-level, hey, we should- needed a multi-level marketing plan. That's what we need. Let's get that going. <laughs> So the guy right above you gets a little money when you sell it. Uh, get Film Sack out there in more ears. We'll have conferences. We'll we'll hire. <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah, this is, this terrible. is terrible. No, this is terrible. I well, just want I just want people who listen to Film Sack to tell us what they want us to watch on Film yeah. Sack. We're gonna get Katy Perry to perform. It's gonna be amazing, uh, you guys. We're gonna end up going to Mexico to get cosmetic surgery together. Yep, they're gonna make a t- made for TV movie about us. It's all gonna be shit. Oh, it's gonna be great. Can't wait. What are you, What are we thinking? It's a terrible idea. Let's never. 
never do it. Uh, Randy Jordan, <laughs> a.k.a. Randy Deluxe. Follow him on Twitter at Randy Deluxe because he'll be posting this. It's also going to be in uh, all the social places you find all things TMS. Uh, Randy, have a fantastic day. I will. And one more thing. Oh, he hung up on me. Wow. He hung up on full control. He had control, Scott. Me. All right. (laughs) Well, whoever had money on Nicole not coming at all, you won. Congratulations. Yay. I'll be collecting from all of you chumps. Good job. Uh, Real quick, I wanted to throw out, uh, speaking of patrons, a a patron named Josh, Josh Fitzgerald, who I know personally. Well, he's a really nice guy. In fact, Josh, I'm not sure I knew until today that he's in our Patreon and has been since 2014. So, Josh, hats oh, off and thank wow. you, man. Super, super nice of you. Uh, if you want to be like Josh and be around since 2014, <laughs> you can't do that. But you can definitely join and be around since 2022. Go to patreon.com slash TMS today and find out why there's a level for you. And it's all super cheap. Don't let anyone tell you different. For a buck a month, <laughs> you get so much stuff. It's insane. Okay? I know you get spoiled because we only do it for a dollar as the entry level. I know that was on us for doing a monthly that's only a dollar. I know. Whoops. I just threw an SD card across the room. <laughs> anyway. That should not be your fidget toy. It's an SD card. I agree. Not only that, it's it's not even an SD card. It's an SD card reader with the slot oh. for a micro SD. Oh, okay. But there's no micro SD card. No, it's not currently okay, in there. Then, then you're right. Yeah, it's in my gigantic until you threw it. Steam Deck, which is bigger than my head. Oh, look at that thing. It's Sexy. pretty It's pretty cool. It's the best birthday gift I ever bought myself. Anyway. Uh, that's it. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. Uh, play Retro tonight, 3.30 Mountain Time, if you're into that. We're talking about Legacy of Kane, a very important game Ooh. in the history of the PlayStation <laughs> 1. <laughs> and, uh, Brian, anything? you got anything else? Any new shows popping this week or anything? Uh, no no official new shows. I mean, no unofficial new shows. But I might stream some... Uh, I don't think I'm lifting today, so I might stream some Marvel Snap if I get uh, some other work done. Nice. Um, maybe just do like a, an hour of of Marvel snappage. Are we any closer to worldwide on that, or are we still... No, they just released an update that adds um, a big uh, event. It's not really an event as much as it's a... Uh, opportunity to buy packs if you want to buy packs. Mm. Uh, not really even buying packs. You're buying well. It's you're buying loot. It's it's the gacha thing. But oh. no no change from that to actual gameplay. Even gotcha. though all that announcement is causing some kerfuffle in the Marvel Snap community. Yeah, um, so I mean, yeah, we're getting so we're getting closer to worldwide release, but I still don't know when it's going to be. Well, uh, watch for that, Brian's. Uh, if you're all following as a can, it'll pop, and you'll know. So get in there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, that's it for the show. Thank you all for listening. We'll be here tomorrow with a brand new lineup of, st- well, not a brand new lineup. <laughs> the regular faces will be here. <laughs> what? What's gone? What about we're not the We're not the hosts anymore. Um, oh, uh, Bra- uh, Larry Wilmore, our senior black. Uh, Nicole dude. will be here tomorrow. Yeah, Nicole <laughs> will do the whole show by herself. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that'll do it. Boy, that'd be an all-female show because you'd have her and Amy yeah. and then Wendy. And Amy and Wendy, yeah. 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 Wow. All right. No, enough sausages for one day. Hey, Brian, why don't you play us a song here at the end of the show, please? Yes, sir. Uh, this is uh, going out to Frank Rodriguez. says, good morning, steak and brisket. I'm having steak for dinner night, uh, coincidentally. Yeah. Perfect. I'm requesting a more upbeat cover of a song I've loved for quite some time and has extra special meaning. The original was the song my uncle's wife walked down the aisle to on the day of their wedding. They were high school sweethearts whose relationship ended when their lives took separate paths as she was off to college and he was off to become a major league baseball player. 
For the decades that followed, they each experienced their shares of highs and lows, including a career-ending injury for my uncle and a really abusive marriage for her. They would both end up divorced in their 50s and by fate and chance would find each other again. The rest is history, and as the song's title and lyrics suggest, it was almost as if they waited a thousand years for each other, but now share the rest of their lives together. I love this story. Mm. Happily in love and support for one another. To celebrate love triumphing at the end, please play Newfound Glory's cover of A Thousand Years. And for those interested, check out the original by Christina Perry. Roll the dough, yo. Frank Info, previously from America's Wang, and now in North Carolina, Southern Tadpole Meetup. Here Woo! I come. Yeah, that's a way. That's a good move. Florida's that weird. A good move. Yeah, yeah. your your governor that there is, sucks. Uh, He's a turd. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but uh, Frank Info, I love that story about uh, uh, those the two of them coming apart and then finding each other again. That's so awesome. All right, so the request is Newfound Glory's cover of Christina Perry's A Thousand Years. This is from 2019's From the Screen to Your Stereo, Volume Three the uh, third in their series of covers of movie songs, which uh, have been great. If you like newfound glory, this is, this is, uh, you're going to, you're going to love this. Uh, here's their cover of a thousand years. All right. That's it. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's at least half a beaner.